This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Tonight we are studying a brand new series also. And tonight, what has been in my heart is to, uh, you know, to talk about the miraculous, to talk about the supernatural, to talk about, uh, you know, uh, how God has promised us miracles to be happening. Know, that we are to be living in the days of miracles where we will be experiencing greater miracles in our lives. So the title of our new series is Believe God for Miracles. You know, believe God for miracles, that we are to believe God for miracles in our lives. Uh, let's turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 16. And we will look at the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples just before he went to heaven, before he ascended to heaven. He shared with them these powerful words and, uh, about the signs that will accompany them. Now, we read here in Mark chapter 16, verse 14, Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. Uh, here are the di eleven disciples. Remember that there were twelve disciples, and one of them, Judas, was not there. And so they were now left with 11, uh, as 11. And they were reclining at the table. And the first thing that he did was he rebuked them for their unbelief. Yeah, you know, uh, if, if you look at the word of God, how many times Jesus rebuked people for unbelief? You know, especially his disciples. You know, he would always rebuke them. For unbelief. Yeah, and this morning we saw that we enter into rest by trusting in him, by coming unto him. Yeah, and uh, when I was ministering the way this morning, this illustration came to me that if you are having heavy burden, heavy load on your head and you're hitchhiking and a car stops and you, they give you a lift, you go into the car with your load uh, on your head, uh, and uh, you, uh, the car drives off. Uh, that, yes, there is movement, but it does not make sense while you're still having that load in your hand. Uh, and that's, unfortunately, that's how some of Christians are living their lives. They come to Christ, but they don't lift off. They don't let Christ take their loads off, you know, they, they are in Christ, but they are still carrying their own loads. And so, and, and why does that happen? It's because they don't believe. You know, and Jesus always rebuked people who don't believe. He will speak to them and say that, you know, why don't you, why don't you believe? And so here are his disciples 
he had told them before that I'm going to rise from the dead and I'm going to, you know, appear. And so when, when that happened, Mary and I guess others reported to them just before he appeared to all 11 at one. He, they reported to them that Jesus is alive and they could not believe. They could not believe. And so when Jesus appeared here, he rebuked them. He rebuked them for that thing. Why aren't you believing? Yeah, he rebuked them for their unbelief. And not only that, but also for the hardness of heart. Yeah, because their heart was so hard you know, to uh, receive the word. And so Jesus was not happy with them. And you know, that's one thing that we need to be really careful of as children of God, you know, that we don't harden our heart towards scriptures. You know, and uh, the most common ways today of hardening our hearts is by uh, rationalizing the word and by looking at the word and saying that, Oh, but how could it happen? You know, this and that. And uh, we, we, we say so many things about the word, how the word won't happen and how it's impossible for the word to happen. Yeah, now, that is hardening of the heart. So Jesus rebuked them because they hardened their hearts. And uh, so he rebuked them for the hardness of the heart. Because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. Yeah. And so from there, he then uh, began to share with them in verse 16, Mark uh, chapter uh, 16, actually, verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel of the whole creation. You know, go into all the world. Go everywhere yeah, and go and preach the gospel. You know, and he says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. You know, uh, everyone who believes, when you go into the whole world, everyone who believes and is baptized you know, will be saved. Everyone who believes and is joined into the church, into the group of believers, you know, everyone who believes and identifies with the body of Christ will be saved. You know, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. You know, people will go to hell by simply not believing in Jesus Christ. You know, so believing in Jesus and living our lives in that faith, in that belief, is what will get us to heaven. Yeah. And he says, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. Now look at verse 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Yeah. So we see here in verse 17 and verse 18, Jesus promises us that 
uh, the signs will accompany those who believe. Yeah. And you see, Jesus always appeared to people who believe. Just think about this. Uh, he had just rebuked them for their unbelief. Yeah, they did not believe. And so, uh, just think about this, that uh, Jesus rose from the dead, and uh, he had told people that destroy this temple, and after three days I'm going to uh, build it up again. And he talked about that he's going to rise from the dead. And people mocked him, and they did not believe in him. And I was thinking that a day that, you know, if I was Jesus, when I uh, rise from the dead, well, I will uh, be, you know, on CNN. I will be everywhere, you know, on YouTube, on Facebook, and I will be online. You know, I will be everywhere, uh, ETV news, and and you know. SABC, every channel, News 24, you know, I will be everywhere and say, you guys, I told you, I told you that I'm going to wake, I'm going to rise from the dead, and you didn't believe, you know, now you need to believe because I am here. Yeah, and, uh, and then when we read the Bible, that's not what Jesus did. Obviously, those platforms were not there. But what I'm simply saying is that Jesus could have gone wild and could have gone public yeah, and could have said that, I told you that I would rise from the dead and here I am. But he didn't do that. Yeah. In actual fact, he only, be, he, he only showed himself and re revealed himself to those who believe. Yeah, and uh, those who were his followers, uh, those are the people who believed in him. And he rebuked Thomas at one time, and he said to Thomas, to, you, you know that Thomas said that, uh, you know, I won't believe. When they told him that, you know, Master has risen from the dead as he promised, and he said that I won't believe it. I won't believe it until I put my hand on his side. And then until I touch his hand, his palm, I put my finger, you know, where the, the, uh, the nail had gone in, until I see that evidence, I won't believe. Yeah. And Jesus said, when he appeared to him now, and he said, Thomas, please come, put your finger on my hand, put your, uh, your hand on my side. Yeah. And and Thomas now saw that this is real. Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive. And uh, he fell down and he said that, okay, now be you believe because you have seen. Yeah, he said that, uh, blessed are those who without seeing believe. You know, without seeing believe. When they heard that Jesus is risen and they believe. And he says that those are blessed. And you know, we are still blessed also even today when we believe in the miraculous, even without seeing, you know, but we believe. Yeah. And so Jesus said this in verse 17, he says, these signs will accompany those who believe. Uh, that you have to first believe. If you don't believe, the signs won't accompany you. You, know, you have to first believe. And when you believe, the signs will accompany you. 
Uh, the word that is used here, it's a word that, uh, you know, John uses a lot. You know, the word of miracles, uh, you know, power. Now, he uses the word Simeon, you know, in the Greek. And, and this word, it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's rightly interpreted science. You know, because, uh, you know, that's what Jesus said. He said that this science, you know, and, and, and NIV says this miraculous science will accompany you. The miraculous science. You know. Now, what is a sign? A sign is pointing you to something. You know. And so the sign is not the real thing, but it's, it's pointing you to uh, what is genuine. And so when Jesus calls this as signs, he's not saying that, you know, this is what you need to be looking at. This should be your focus. No. He says that these are the signs that should point to the fact that I am alive, I am real, you know, and that my word is true. You know, they, are, they should be pointing us to Jesus. And it says, those who believe in my name, you know, that these signs will happen. Uh, and, and so, meaning that, uh, as long, and, and, and you know, Jesus didn't say, okay, uh, until all you have, uh, have died, then the signs will stop. No. You know, he simply said that the signs will accompany those who believe. You know, so if this 11 apostles, 11 disciples of Jesus, believed that you know, Jesus didn't limit these signs to them. You know, but he said that the signs will accompany those who believe. You know, so if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then the miraculous will happen in our lives. Uh, and so we believe in the miraculous. Now, why are these signs important? You know, and why should we believe and let these signs manifest in our lives? It's because uh, when these signs happen, the signs are a proof that Jesus is alive. You know, that he rose from the dead. You know, that he is alive today. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm saving a living God. I'm saving a living Jesus. You know, his tomb is empty, and uh, he rose from the dead. I believe in that. Now, if Jesus could defy death and uh, rise from the dead, uh, then I believe in the rest of these miraculous signs and many others also. Now, uh, you see, in the past, people were performing signs and miracles to draw attention to them. Yeah. And uh, that's not what a sign is all about. Sign is about drawing attention to Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and unfortunately, some of the things that were happening, you ask, but why? Why these things are happening? Yeah. And, uh, but here, we see that the signs will accompany those who believe that what are these signs, some of these signs that Jesus mentions here. He says they will cast out demons. 
Uh, that it takes a miracle to cast out demon. Yeah, because a demon is a spirit. You can't see it. Yeah, but Jesus said that you will cast it out. Yeah, it's, a, it, it, it's, a, it's a spirit. And you can't, you can't put it in, in a, a scientific a chest tube and then say that here it's a demon, you know, and here it's a proof, you know, and, you know, put all the, the, the you know, put it in, in every scientific way that you prove it that here it's a demon. No, you can't. You know, a demon is a spirit. It's operating, you know, in the spiritual realm. And so Jesus said that, but you as a child of God, you will have power to address that uh, thing, that realm, that demonic power uh, that is out there. Now, what is this saying? This is what it's saying, that as children of God, uh, we will do things that are not scientifically proven. Yeah, that you don't have to rely and be limited by science. Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, that science might be there, but it does not have to control your life. It does not have to limit you and say that, oh, but this thing has not been proven scientifically, so it cannot happen. You know, you, you, uh, the science will follow you where you just see the supernatural working in your lives as, as you see, serve God, as you live for God. Uh, and he says you will cast out demons. So demons will bow down to us, will bind the devil, will take authority over them, and will rebuke them out of our lives. We will cast out demons. You know, and then we will speak in new tongues. You know, we will speak in new tongues. So when you pray in the Holy Spirit and you pray in tongues, it's a miraculous sign. You know, it says the signs will follow you. It will... They will accompany you. They will be part of you. Yeah, but you can't, you can't speak in tongues if you don't believe that there is a supernatural waking of the Spirit you know, that God wants, you to, wants to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and that you speak in tongues. If you don't believe, it will never happen. You know, but you have to first believe that, yes, you know, God wants me to work in the supernatural, you know, that speaking in tongues, it's for today I can speak in tongues, and you gladly receive. You know, and, and this, he said, that they will accompany believers, you know, not only pastors or prophets, you know, or uh, servants of God, but believers. So as long as you believe, the signs will follow you. You know, the signs will accompany you. They will happen in your life. And he says that they will pick up serpents with their hands. We will pick up serpents. You know, those dangerous snakes says that even when we touch them, we, they, they, uh, uh, they will never hurt us. Now, obviously, it does not mean that we go out there and look for every snake and we grab it and, you know, for what? No, you know, but the, the, the great example here is when uh, Paul was on his way to Rome, and they landed up in this island of Malta. It was raining, there was storm, they just survived, you know, a shipwreck, and they were in this land, 
And so the people there were kind and helping them. And so they were trying to make fire. And, and so they were gathering sticks. And as they gathered sticks, uh, you know, as he threw, threw uh, sticks uh, into the fire, uh, that the snake felt the heat and it came out and wrapped its, itself uh, uh, around the hand of, of Paul. You know, and people knew that this is a dangerous snake, you know, but Paul just shook it off and it fell into the fire, you know, and he and, and died. And now they were no longer looking at the snake, they were looking at Paul because they knew that any min, min, moment now Paul is going to, to just drop dead, you know. But when they saw him just continue and they realized that, well, this is the man of God. And so, uh, so Paul did pick up a serpent uh, with his hands, and a serpent never, uh, you know, it never beat him, or rather, it never killed him. You know? And so uh, this means that even when we are in the dangerous situation, we believe God that God will protect us. You know, God will take care of us. And he says here, and if they drink any deadly poison, you know, deadly poison, now, poison is something that kills, it's something that damages, it's something that can get into your system and destroys you, destroy you. You know, it's something that can uh, destroy our lives and kill our lives. You know, it's a poison. And he says here that, even if they drink any deadly poison, it will never kill them. You know, when you know that you're a child of God, you're saving God, you're living for God, it does not matter what poison is out there. Whether it's maybe the popular COVID-19, it will never kill you. you know, the Bible tells us here you know, that you a deadly one, eh? Even if they say this virus is deadly, this virus kills, it destroys, you know, and uh, it will never kill you according to the word of God. I'm just simply reading the word of God. You know, that uh, if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. You know, I believe that uh, you will never be hurt. You, know, uh, you might come across it, you might be uh, there, but you will come out of it, you will survive it, because God said that uh, that's what will happen, you know, that it will protect you, and so that he will protect you. And so we see here that uh, God promised us his provision, his protection in our lives. God promised us that he will take care of us. He promised us that he will protect us. And so, child of God, we should not be afraid of what is out there, you know, whatever virus that would be out there or whatever virus that would still be manufactured in the future. It does not matter, you know, that you are not supposed to cave in and say, oh, you know, it's dangerous out there. We should just continue to live for God and to do the will of God, share the gospel, you know, uh, fulfill the great commission, you know, go out there and do the word of God. And whatever comes our way, dangerous it may be, uh, God will take care of us. 
Yeah. So we don't focus on the danger, but we focus on the Lord. Yeah. And so these are miracles that we should be believing God for. You know, you go out there right in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of danger, you know, and uh, you believe God, and, and you say that, God, even if 1,000 falls on my side and 10,000 fall on my uh, right side, that it will never come near me. Only with my eyes will I see, you know, uh, oh, this is what is happening, but it will never come upon our lives. That's what we are trusting God for. That's what we are believing God for. Now, I want to encourage you that we need to be believing in God. We need to be trusting God, believing God for the miracles. You know, that miracles are happening in your life. You know, you must, you must trust and you must believe God that when you go out there, the miracles are happening. You know, that the miracles are right there, and you don't have to really uh, go and boast about, yeah, you know, miracles are happening in my life, and look at me. No, it's not about that. It's about you going out, living your life, you know, whether there is a second wave, a third wave, or a fourth wave, you know, whatever it is, you trust God, that God, I believe that you're taking care of me, I believe that you're protecting me, I believe that you are covering me by your spirit. I believe that you said in your way that even if I drink any te uh, deadly poison, it will not hurt me because I believe in you. you know, so we need to believe that. He says that it will not hurt them. You know, in verse 18, and they will lay hands, their hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, who will lay hands on the sick? The believers. You know, the believers will lay their hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. Yeah, so I believe in that, really, that when I lay my hands upon the sick, that the sick recovers. Yeah, Jesus touched people who had contagious diseases, diseases that when you touch it, wow, you know, that it comes on you. you know, and uh, diseases like leprosy, you know, that when a person had leprosy, had to be isolated. You know, this quarantine thing does not start today. It has been there also during the lives of Jesus. You know, that people were told to quarantine, you know, go. And, and uh, it was out there, you know, people were just cast out into, out of the city, you know, and... Uh, they would quarantine there, they would isolate there. I mean, this is terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible thing, uh, really, that you can't, you can't speak to anybody. You know, you are uh, out there. I mean, this is of the devil. I'm telling you, it's orchestrated by the devil that people would have leprosy and then they would be cast at, that uh, uh, actually... The, the, the families would reject those people. And as they go out, you know, people will be uh, saying, you know, that I am leprous, I am, you know, having leprosy, and, you know, I am, uh, I am not clean. Move away from me, move away from me. And people will just, uh, when they share that, they will know that, wow, this one, you know, 
uh, this one is infected. This one, it's positive. It's leprosy positive. You know, we should never, ever come close to that. Uh, I mean, it was terrible. And you come to think about it also that, uh, you know, I was speaking to somebody saying that, you know, uh, this quarantine thing is so hateful uh, that I was there quarantine, you know, and, uh, you know, when they bring food, they will just open a door, you know, and, uh, you know, put it in there and, and they were not supposed to come in and, you know, my children, I could not, I could not really, uh, you know, be, you know, touch them and, and so forth. And children were now concerned, you know, why is daddy uh, acting like this? Why can't I go and hug daddy? Why can't I? I mean, it just, it was just bringing a terrible emotional, uh, you know, uh, problem in that. So it's not a good thing. Yeah, and so, but, but yeah, the Bible says that you will lay hands on the sick. You know, Jesus went to those people that had quarantine. He went to those people that were out there, you know, uh, who had leprosy, contagious disease, that it was not a, 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 a nobody was able to, uh, to heal that disease. Yeah, and it, it was just the miracle of God that was healing that disease, and Jesus touched them, you know, spoke to them, uh, and uh, the power of God in Jesus touched that leprosy, and leprosy left, yeah. and so I believe in uh, that miraculous signs that, you know, uh, also in your life that you need to be believing God, that God, when I... Uh, you know, when any sickness comes and touches my body, that that sickness dies in Jesus' name. That every virus and any virus that touches my body, it dies. You know, now that is the supernatural. Even those that have been proven scientifically that they are contagious, that they are very dangerous, you know, we need to be believing in the supernatural working of God in our lives, you know, that uh, when the power of God is upon our lives, you know, the power of God will destroy every power of darkness. You know, we need to be believing God for that. You know, and the power of God will touch and destroy every power of the enemy. So it says that you will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. You know, I believe that when I lay hands on the sick, I believe that the sick do recover. You know, I believe, you know, I've seen, of course, in my personal lives, you know, in ministry, I've seen God doing great, miraculous signs and healing people. And that is why I still believe in praying for the sick. I still believe in laying hand, my hands upon the sick. I still believe in, in the fact that when we pray for the sick, the sick will, uh, you know, will recover, you know, that the power of God will flow into, you know, the enemy's camp, into the sickness, and will destroy every sickness. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying this, that, you know, children of God, that this 
are opportune moments for us to walk in faith, you know, and believe God for the supernatural. Yeah, and, uh, you know, let us, let us not be limited by what we hear and we say, oh, we will only, this will only work when, you know, I do all of this. You see, people that are not Christians, people that are not believers, you know, they won't tell you about the supernatural because it's out of their sphere of operation. You know, they don't believe in that. Uh, but you are not limited to their sphere of operation. You know, you are led by the word of God. You are governed by the word of God. You believe the word of God. And so you need to believe the word of God. You need to trust God and, you know, believe the word of God, that God takes care of you. You know, yesterday, one pastor was sharing with me a great testimony that really blessed me, you know, and uh, he was just saying this, that, you know, uh, one uh, small girl tested positive, and, uh, you know, and so the parents were saying, you know, we're taking you to hospital and, and so forth, and uh, that girl pleaded with the mother that, please, you know, I'll be fine. Please, I don't want to go there and so forth. And the mother was testifying, you know, to this pastor and said that, you know, we had to really, uh, we were scared as parents. Uh, you know, she, she, she had tested positive for COVID. You know, and says as parents, we were scared. You know, and, but uh, the child, you know, was saying that, you know, please, I don't want to go there. I would be fine. You see, the child believed, had faith more than the parents, you know. And so they had to let go of uh, the child. And, and he says that after a day or so, the child, the, all symptoms were gone, you know, and uh, she was totally healed and, and so forth. And, and the mother was saying, you know, I just thank God that uh, I allowed the child to use her faith. You know, and uh, you know, and and today the child it's it's well and and so forth, and so uh, you know when I heard that and great other testimonies of how believe, how people believe God and God just you know took them through, and so this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that let us not limit ourselves with the natural, you know, but let us believe the supernatural. You know, let us believe what God says. As long as it's written in the Bible, let's believe it. You know, and uh, how can we be unbelieving believers? You know, we should be believing believers. You know, we should be believers who believe the word of God. You know, who believe what God says. And so God will take care of us. You know, I'm just using this one example of sickness uh, the miraculous in the sickness, as uh, maybe it's, you can relate to, you know, but in many other miracles, you know, that we need to be believing God in many other situations that when you are in danger, believe God for the supernatural working of God in that danger, in the midst of that danger, believe God for the supernatural working of God. 
And you know, when you believe God for the supernatural working of God, you will see God coming through by his spirit and, you know, manifesting himself, his power, his grace upon, you know, your life. And you will see that God will take you out of bed because you are a believer, you know. And so, uh, this, these are the days whereby our faith is tested as believers, you know, because of the dangers that are out there, you know. And these are the days whereby we have to believe God. Don't stop me from believing God, you know. You can't stop me from trusting God and believing God. No, I choose to believe the word of God. And so you can't stop me from believing the word of God. I need to believe the word of God. Walk in faith. Walk in the word of God. You know, believe God for what he says and it will happen in my life. And so remember, Jesus rebuked his disciples because of their unbelief. You know, because they did not believe in him. You know, they did not believe that when he told them, that I'm going to rise from the dead. They did not believe it. You know, and so Jesus rebuked them. May you not be one of those who are rebuked because you don't believe. Yeah, but let us believe. Let us trust God for the supernatural in our life. You know, whether it's supernatural of provision, you know, supernatural of you know, things happening in your life. You know, uh, if Angels, if your situation requires angels to manifest, you know, uh, they, will, they will happen. They will manifest. You know, when you drive, when you're out there, believe God that the angels of God are there protecting you, guarding you, you know, and, and taking care of you. Believe God for that. You know, those are the supernatural that we are trusting God for and we are believing, you know, God for. And so... Uh, you know, I pray that we be believers who believe. You know, I pray that we be believing believers. You know, that we believe the word of God. We believe what God says in his way. You know, and nobody will arrest you for believing the word of God. You know, nobody will. And so, don't be scared. You know, just continue in your faith. Practice your faith. You know, don't just keep it in your heart. Practice it. You know, that you are a believer. And so let us trust God. Let us believe God for the supernatural. You know, where things are happening that you can't change maybe in your life, trust God to change them. Trust God to come through in your life. Even as you approach this week, may you enter into this week in faith. May you enter into this week in trusting God. You know, believing that God is going to be with you tomorrow, you know, the following day, you know, and the day after, and for the rest of the week, that God will be there with you. He will protect you, will guard you. You know, when you are there, for those that are, have started writing their final year uh, exam, you know, the year-end exam, you know, trust God for the supernatural, you know, that God will bring a supernatural recall in your, in your mind, uh, of course, we study. You know, God will only give rem, remind you of what you have studied. So, and also trust God that when you sit there and you study, you know, that God gives you wisdom. You 
you know, and understanding in what you study. You know, those are the supernatural that we are, we are talking about. You know, as you are in business, trust God that, you know, God is helping me, you know, that I come up with ideas that will, uh, will serve people better, you know, that people will be excited and happy about my business and I'll give them good service. You know, not that you'll rob them here and there, you know, but you'll give them good service, good price, you know, you'll get good profit, you know, and so forth. Trust God and believe God that God helps you in that uh, area. And so whatever it is that you're doing in your workplace, trust God for his wisdom, you know, that God helps you in your, uh, in your workplace, that you're able to do your work better. You know, you excel in what you are doing. Trust God for that. You know, and, and the Lord will bless you. You know, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord increase you a thousand times. You know, even as I make this declaration, you need to be saying, I believe, you know, and I receive, you know, embrace it, you know, because you are a believer. Yeah, and uh, if you don't embrace it, it will never happen to you. You know, remember that miracles will happen to believers, that you have to believe. You know, God for the supernatural. You know, believe God for the supernatural provision in your life. May the Lord increase you a thousand times. May you be provided. You know, may you increase a thousand times. That no source, no resource will deplete. You know, but your resource will multiply and increase a thousand times. In Jesus' name, that you will not go without, but you will be provided for by, with everything that you need in your life. You know, may the Lord make his face shine upon you. May you be blessed beyond measure. May he open doors that you never dream, uh, uh, you know, dreamt of. May God lead you by his spirit into the supernatural provision, supernatural healing, supernatural you know, wisdom and understanding, supernatural favor upon your life. May it happen upon your life in Jesus' name. You will not die, but you will live to declare the praises of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, Visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.